Love of Swimming is a podcast that celebrates the wonderfully diverse community of swimmers and fantastic swimming opportunities that exist on the Isle of Wight off the south coast of England. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Sandy Chikunyani. In 2019, I started the group Outdoor Swimming Isle of Wight as I wanted to find people to swim with in the sea. Since then, I've been on an amazing swimming journey, meeting some wonderful people who share my passion for swimming. I founded a social enterprise to support and encourage people to swim in the sea, trained to be an open water coach, developed the concept of a sea cafe and have brought the sport of Longecot, renamed sea hiking, to the place where I live. I'm part of the outside research study team based at Sussex University, looking at outdoor swimming as a nature-based social prescribing intervention for depression and I work in the voluntary sector on the Isle of Wight. For the Love of Swimming is also the name of a series of community events that aim to share information and inspiration and to connect people through swimming. So if you're lucky enough to live on or visit the island, look out for these events coming soon. Follow us on all the usual social media channels and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for more personal swimming stories. This morning I'm with Marion Hemming and we're sitting in a lovely sunny, sunny sitting room with a cup of coffee. Um, Lovely to meet you, Marion. Lovely to meet you too, Sandy. Thank you for coming on this podcast. Um, Perhaps we could begin if you could just introduce yourself, really. Right. Um, So I'm Marion Hemming, married to Richard Hemming. And I've reached the great age of 78, which I can't quite believe, because of course I don't think I'm 78. And we've just lived here now. We've been on the island for 35 years, but because of our health, we had to move. And we moved last July, June, and we're now in a small bungalow. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what sort of swimmer would you say you are now? At the moment. Well, that's a very good question. Now, it amuses me. Ten weeks ago, remembering that I was an ex-swimmer, uh, ten weeks ago, I was introduced to special care at West White Swimming Pool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there we met Alison. I don't even know her surname. I think she's Burton. (laughs) (laughs) And she will always remember when I finally got into the water, I just went to her with my hands like a cat going to climb a tree. And I said, don't come near me. Don't touch me. (laughs) So poor person said, all right, all right. I'll leave you. Mm -hmm. You just do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I couldn't swim. I didn't know what was going to happen because two years ago I was struck with the most aggressive form of osteoporosis and my spine has sort of gone. Gosh. And in my spine I have six fragility fractures. Mm-hmm. And when I do something wrong, move slightly incorrectly. Yeah. I have what I term, I don't know the medical term, as a spasm. Mm. And I have to warn everybody, if I do something wrong and I have a spasm, the noise that comes out of my body, my mouth, is so terrifying Gosh. because you think I'm being killed. Gosh. So I have mm. to warn the lifeguards, mm-hmm. 
warn anybody. Don't worry. It'll yeah. be over in a couple of yeah. seconds. Is, is that a cuckoo clock or is that it's a lovely chime? No, no that's fine. Grandfather it's clock. beautiful, yeah. Grandpa. And oh. it's very noisy. <laughs> we'll and just we'll let it finish. anything we're trying to say. So that's fine. It's we'll beautiful. We'll just slurp of our yes, coffee we will. Good idea. On. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's, 11, it's eleven o'clock. And everybody. It always happens. When, if we're watching mm. something, the critical moment on television. <laughs> mm. That's great. Yes, carry on. Where were we? Where were we? So, Alison very cleverly... Anyway, the noise that comes out is excruciatingly mm -hmm. and the pain is ghastly and it's over in a matter of seconds. Mm. So I was left to my own devices and did very little except stand in the shallow end and hold on to the rail mm -hmm. and just got used to the water touching me. So we wind on uh, by the third or fourth week. Mm. I was getting braver mm -hmm. and um, I then, with every aid around me, like woggles and toggles and <laughs> you name it, I tried doing breaststroke legs mm -hmm. and I couldn't be out of my depth I had to be in the shallow and so by about the sixth week I was actually doing a sort of breaststroke mm -hmm. arms legs weren't really very good and uh, they all said Marin you're, you're doing you are swimming and by the eighth week I think I swam half a width right vertically <laughs> and then on the 10th week I said to Alison I haven't tried my stroke is front crawl and she said well would you like to try and I said I know what you're going to say you're going to say doggy paddle. <laughs> and she said, yes, but I didn't like to insult you because I know that you're a swimmer and I know that was your stroke. Mm -hmm. I said, it's all right. I'll try doggy paddle. Mm -hmm. And then it was like a little miracle. I did about four doggy paddles. Mm -hmm. And suddenly I didn't say anything to myself. It was as if somebody had turned a switch on my back. Mm -hmm. And... They all watched, and I was absolutely amazed, that I went on doggy paddling into front crawl. Gosh. And away I went, as if I'd no, never got a problem, never had a problem. That must have been an amazing So feeling. it was quite a moment. Mm. So there we are. I'm back to, not my legs. My mm -hmm. legs, with, with next week we're going to try a pool boy in my, between my mm -hmm. knees and see what I can do. But... It's taken 10 weeks, so anybody who's got dreadful spinal problems, don't give up. Be terrified as I was to begin with and just take it gently. Mm. That is and an amazing you, you will You'll get there, mm. but I never thought I would. Mm. And it was a very special moment. So, um, yeah. I'm, and then Alison, who is obviously... <laughs> has seen this before, knew exactly how to handle somebody who was so terrified, you know, the look on my, the way I held her hand mm. 
I practically stopped the circulation in her hands. I was clutching on as if my life depended on holding her hand. Wow. Yeah. So there Gosh. we go. I've That's now amazing. Swimming. Yeah. Well, we'll come back to the special care swimming in a moment if we can. Can we, can we sort of go back? Um, can you tell us about where and when you first learned to swim? I can indeed because I was in Finland and um, we were surrounded by water. And so my parents obviously thought that it was a good idea for us to play around in the water and know how to swim. Mm -hmm. Do you know how old you were at that time? I was four. Mm -hmm. Four when I learnt to swim. And five when I learnt to dive off a sailing boat. Mm -hmm. But of course it was a big belly flop. (laughs) But I was very proud. I'll bet. So it went from there really. I've always had to have water around me. Mm -hmm. So very funny that I should meet Richard, who was also a sailor, and we've always been surrounded by boats and water. Mm, And um, and I've loved it. And um, swimming is very much part of my life. So, of course, it was a huge shock and upset when I was so poorly. And, of course, the pandemic didn't help. No either and we fortunately never we were never ill with the virus Mm. luckily but no swimming yeah so i think i went without swimming for about three years right okay and prior to that you'd always swam throughout your life always swam did did you have sort of swimming lessons in a pool i sort of we came to the island in 1988 Mm -hmm. and i soon joined the pool and uh, met uh, Jenny Ball mm-hmm. and started swimming. So that became a regular thing. And mm-hmm. then I would go every morning at seven o'clock or whatever it was. <laughs> You're a dedicated and, swimmer. Oh, I either walked, the, I think at one point we had three dogs. Uh, anyway, I did swimming mm-hmm. at least once a week, if not twice. Right. Kept that up and had a lot of fun doing that mm-hmm. and used to go have a coffee afterwards mm-hmm. and so yes always enjoyed it and then of course there was going to be swimming um from west white mm-hmm. doing the marathon swim and of course i had to go for that didn't i and i had to practice and of course i had to get the most terrible cramp <laughs> at the end of my it took me an hour to swim from Keyhaven across to Compton Bay. Okay. That's where the swim was. So how far was that swim? A mile. It's a mile. A mile. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember thinking, I am, and you had a buddy in a kayak, mm-hmm. and I thought, I am not asking him for help. I am going to get ashore. And just, I couldn't, my legs were so absolutely frozen with cramp. Mm. And I just said to him, oh, could you ask for the helpers? Because they were there from the pool, I suppose, welcoming you back. Mm. And they came down and sort of arms under my arms, dragged me out of the water and um, sat me down. And of course, and then unfortunately, I, I wasn't very good. So hypothermia was setting oh, in. Gosh. and. That was another story. Yes. Anyway. I was going to say, so are you, what, what's your sort of typical kit when you swim in the sea? Just a bathing costume. Just, mm-hmm. 
But I think for that, I did borrow somebody's wetsuit. But no, normally a bathing costume. Mm -hmm. And um, nothing fancy. No. Just a pair of goggles. Oh, that's what I made them laugh at West White with Alison, because I was so thrilled that I could now sort of do a vertical breaststroke that I thought, right, time for goggles and a hat. <laughs> <laughs> so the week nine, I appeared in a one of the swimming, swimmers' hats and goggles, so there was much laughter. <laughs> but no, there was a good reason. Mm. I could now, I could get Put my face in the water. Yeah, properly. Excellent. Yeah, very good. Um, and did you say you, you had, um, uh, you did some competitive swimming? How competitive was I? <laughs> not, not very. Anne Collins, who used to take us in those mm -hmm. days, and Trevor, her husband, trained the uh, whatever his son, first name, Mew, mm -hmm. uh, Andy Mew, was it? I can't remember, an Olympic swimmer. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Anne Collins organised um, competitive swimming galas, uh, and I did a few, but I got disqualified for a, a bad screw kick or whatever uh -huh. it was called, and I thought, I'm not doing this anymore, <laughs> I get too nervous. But I then concentrated on kingfishers, and mm -hmm. kingfishers were lovely. They were a disabled special needs, disabled, um, um, what did most of them have? So, uh, uh, Down syndrome, Down syndrome. Said, yeah. Mm. And they were a lovely group. And, and this we, was at West White. This was at West White. Mm. And, of course, I did lifeguarding as mm -hmm. well. I'd forgotten that. <laughs> you say, of course, yes. So you trained as a so lifeguard? Trained as a lifeguard. <laughs> did that for several years yeah. um, and enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. Except that in our day, I'm pretty sure... You had to swim from the shallow end to the deep end, collect your casualty and back again in 45 seconds or something. I've obviously got it wrong because my husband said there's no way you could do that. But it was pretty intensive. Mm. So lifeguarding and kingfishers. Um, and we did that every Thursday with kingfishers. And they were a lovely group. Mm. Um, and how long did you do that for? Well, we suddenly realised it was 25 years that I'd mm -hmm. been doing it. So I decided that, sadly, the time had come mm -hmm. not to do it anymore. Yeah. But somebody else was going to continue. Yeah. And I'm not sure today whether it's going... Because no. all the youngsters, for 25 years, they've all grown up now. They're all doing their own thing. Yes. They're into their 40s, 50s. Mm -hmm. So I think it just quietly, after a while, mm. I think it went on for a few years, but um, I don't think it's run at West White Swimming no. Pool anymore. Okay. But um, it was a very worthwhile and getting them to do things that they thought they couldn't do. Yes, yeah. Um, no, it was, it was a good time. Mm. But like people say... Time to, all good things come to an end. Yes. And time to move on. Mm -hmm. And as it happened, we all started having aches and pains. So, yes, Kingfishers ended. And uh, and then my swimming completely stopped. Did I was going to say, did you have a period where you didn't really swim much? I think so. I mm. think from um, whatever that year was, um, I, well... I really can't remember the date that I, I would go on a Friday morning mm -hmm. with my neighbour and that we continued for quite a while. Yes. Probably until my husband had a stroke in 2018. Mm -hmm. 
and I should think my Friday morning swimming came to an end yeah. roughly in 2018. Mm -hmm. So the next two years it was looking after him. Yeah. And then I developed this dreadful problem with my spine. Yeah. Um, and do you remember what it was that got you back, got you to go to special care, the special care swimming well, session? What what triggered that sort of thought, really? Well, a lovely person that we started having sort of once a month, and her title, she's not a physio, but she mm -hmm. came under, um, I've got her name. Is it an occupational through, therapist? Do you know um, Hannah Katis? I don't. She, she teaches... Um, uh, Pilates mm -hmm. and various things, and her name came to me uh, on a on a in a letter, and I rang her up. So she came armed with lovely exercises to do in the house, mm. and we did that for quite a while. And then one day she asked a similar sort of question: "What are your aims?" And I looked at her. I said, Hannah, there's only one thing I really mm. want to do, and that's to be able to swim again. And I was waiting for her to say, oh, well, don't be silly, of course you can't. Instead of which, she said, right, where are we? Um, I think, what about, let's say, let's give it six months and let's try next summer. And I, <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, what? How can I possibly be in six months' time, able to go in the water mm. even. And absolutely, and it so happened that however I came to hear about special care, mm. and she was delighted to hear that, because we discussed, could she take me, who could take me swimming? Mm. I had no idea that I could do this thing called swimming. Mm. It was completely out of reach, yeah. I thought. Here... I just totally dismissed it. I, To cheer myself up, don't think about it. You know you can't. Right. But she wasn't having that. Mm. So just 10 weeks ago, I started getting in the pool. Yeah. And here we are. You know, so I'm, I'm never... Will I ever swim a length again? I don't know. I'm not worried about that. It's can I get in the water? Yes, I can. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to drown. Yes. <laughs> So I, and I'm not going in for any gala. <laughs> not yet, no, not no. Yet. <laughs> but it just proves that what you think you will never, ever do mm. actually through exercises. And I can't stress enough the help that both Hannah gave me with these exercises. I, I think that the physios and everybody doing that sort of thing, they, of course, the doctors and consultants and surgeons of course they they've got their very important role but actually when you've finished with them your life is in the hands of these wonderful people who make you do exercises mm. that you think you can't do and after a few weeks again you my husband's very naughty because he when he had his stroke very much oh, waste of time waste of mm -hmm. time but now he's found that that's not so and he has joined and his right leg isn't very good, and he finds after a swimming session that his right leg is a lot better. So everybody, 
you've got to exercise. Yes, and yeah. I think it is that key of finding a form of exercise that you love, like. isn't it? Yeah, or you, you at least like, <laughs> if not love. I mean, would you say this? This podcast is called for the love of swimming. Would you say you do love swimming? Oh, adore it, absolutely. Mm. And what is it about swimming? You think? Has it always been? I think when listening to the radio and people who've just done their cold swim, whatever swim. They feel so exhilarated and they feel so good. Mm. And it really does. Now, what I have to say, so <laughs> this really is to prove my love of swimming. We were totally spoiled by one of our sons. Luckily, before a stroke and before all this, in 2016, mm -hmm. he sent us on a voyage to Antarctica. Oh, fantastic. Now this was um, this was not a, a cruise ship, this was very much a um, we were being lectured, it was um, um, anyway, it was lovely, very special, a big big treat and neither of us were in the state that we're in now and to my joy stroke amazement, we were informed that we would be stopping uh, at one point and that if anybody wanted to go swimming, <laughs> they could. Oh, wow. So, of course, I put my hand up mm -hmm. and we were told to put on our um, toweling dressing gowns and... I can say that I have plunged, and I've got a certificate to prove it, <laughs> forgotten where it is now with a move, uh, plunged into Antarctica. Fantastic. In minus, hmm, have to have a certificate to remind me, but... Very cold. <laughs> it was so cold that they had a doctor on board where you, you entered the water, you had mm -hmm. to go right down low and you had to climb into a, a rib Mm. and then plunge off the rib Gosh. Uh, into the sea. And um, it was minus, at least minus one mm -hmm. anyway, it, whatever the real temperature mm. was. And um, it was so cold mm. that when I came out, and I came out with great difficulty. Mm. How, how long were you in for, do you think? As long as it takes probably... I shouldn't think more than three minutes, mm -hmm. but when I came out, I was holding my head right. and I was just saying, my head, my head, my head hurts, my head hurts, that's all I can remember. <laughs> and they, they threw me a towel mm -hmm. to put round my head while I sort of clambered into, <laughs> into the rib and then up other steps to mm. get back onto our little ship. And then you were invited to go up onto deck five to ha get in a, in one of those sort of jacuzzi mm -hmm. pools. But it was quite an experience, yeah. I can tell you, because you were lined up and there were 35 of us Gosh. waiting to go in. <laughs> and this sort of doctor standing by, you're thinking, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> but again, in Finland, where I had grown up mm -hmm. as a little girl, the Finns would all have their saunas in the winter. Yes and go and jump in the lake uh, through ice. 
Mm -hmm. So I was saying to myself, well, I've done something similar. I have swum uh, and had a sauna mm -hmm. and been in the snow, so it can't be that bad. But oh boy, <laughs> it was that bad. It was wicked. But I got a certificate. You did. I was going to say, did you regret going in? Because I, I, I very all. rarely regret a swim. No, no, no. It was mm. wonderful. I was did it. Good. But I couldn't get... A, the, the engines were... So although we were, we, of course, you were not at anchor, you were um, sort of, the ship is no longer moving, but mm -hmm. there is, you, you've got the motion of the engine. Yes. And the, the little rib made it so swirly. Mm -hmm. That's the only way I can So like a cold it. jacuzzi. Yes. Ice cold. And I'm trying to swim back to ah. the steps. Mm. And I felt all the time that I was being pushed back. I couldn't quite reach these steps <laughs> and I said to them why didn't you haul me out and they said oh well, you were all right <laughs> I said I couldn't I couldn't reach the steps anyway. I was gonna say because that, that was gonna be one of my other questions is have you had any kind of difficult hairy moments difficult times in, I think in the that water was probably was that... my, my most hairy yes. because it was so cold yeah and um and again only in a bathing costume there's no the question yes. of a... not even neoprene socks or anything no, like that. No, nothing like that. No, you just went in. Ooh. But the head, because I went right under, I wasn't going to right. keep. Yes, I wasn't going to be a teapot, you know, <laughs> and keep my head out of the water. I had to do it properly. Yes, and that was a quite a shock to mm. the system. But um, I can imagine. No, I think that was quite a uh, an eye opener yes. to. <laughs> and one more question if I may is there a sort of a favorite place that you've swum or somewhere that you've always wanted to go one or the other mm. favorite place I suppose my memory now goes back to our time in Finland mm -hmm. and that's the most beautiful country if any of people mm. want to go traveling and it's a country of 60,000 lakes Wow. And um, swimming in the lakes in beautiful, clear water, mm. uh, very, very special. So, and I've always tried to swim wherever I've traveled to. I want to be able to say I have swum yeah. there. Are there any fears or have you ever had any sort of fears around swimming? I think the one most recent, I suppose, but that goes back quite a few years, like at least 10, was when uh, we were sailing in Croatia. Mm -hmm. And I sort of dived in and was very happy. And then I felt that I was miles away, which, of course, I wasn't. But I had this fear that <laughs> there might be something rather big underneath me um, <laughs> and appear and grab my feet. <laughs> And that's not a good thought to have when you are swimming. No. And I got back to the boat as fast as I could, mm. telling myself that how ridiculous. But that was very odd. I'd never had that sort right. of fear before. Yes. And have you got any sort of techniques for, for dealing with those kind of moments of panic? Or <laughs> I think I just tell myself not to be so ridiculous and um, get on with it mm. and... Um, I don't think I've ever had any result of um, putting me off doing anything, mm. put it that way. No, I, I just think, well, that was, 
that was a bit silly, wasn't it? Mm. You know, but um, I suppose I was the youngest of four, and the others were three brothers. Mm -hmm. So I, I was always keeping up, right. doing whatever they could do, I could do. Yes. So I, I've been fairly fearless mm -hmm. all my life. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, no, water-wise, uh, you know, obviously in sailing you have lots of adventures and things go wrong, and so you you have to cope with them mm. when they go wrong. And um, so here we are. Mm. I can't sail anymore, but I can climb on our boat and yeah. sit and have coffee, or but I can't actually sail. No. So that's a bit of that's a sadness, right. but I can yes. swim. But you can swim, yes. And I was going to say, and, and sort of really just finishing off, are you, do, you th do you envisage that you will continue swimming now? Very much so, mm. yeah. I think this is really with all the pandemic of people not doing very much which of course couldn't happen for us that i feel i've got a new a new lease of life mm -hmm. put it that way that i can now i can swim so i'm i'm thrilled absolutely thrilled over that mm -hmm. i can't do any more can't play tennis can't sail but i can swim fantastic well thank you so much marion it's been an absolute pleasure well thank you very much <laughs>